you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. We are here at episode 100. I'm just excited when I say that because... 100. It feels like a milestone, and I know it is, and I really appreciate those of you who've been listening throughout. For those of you who just started recently, getting to episode 100 is getting me really darn close to two years of podcasting, pretty much weekly, and it's just been one of those things that I've pretty much kept at hobby level. Um, as you probably noticed this past year, I've started to interview more people, and I'm getting more and more into it, but for those of you who've been around from the beginning, I appreciate it. And for those of you who are here, I appreciate it. And I hope to keep um, continuing. I have no plans to stop. Um, I really want to take her unapologetic life to another level. So just um, keep, you know, keep to keep watch or stay tuned in. <laughs> I guess I can't say anything better than that. Um, I'm just really excited. So Today I'm coming to you, I'm actually in Florida uh, on a girl's trip, uh, relaxing, like floating in the pool, I guess is the only thing you can do in June in Florida, um, at least when you're, when you're um, not used to the heat like this, it's so awesome. But interestingly enough, the topic for today is continuing on the, the circle of life, right? And it's home environment. And it's been kind of actually really cool and fun to reflect on my home environment while not being there. So you know when you're not home, you there's certain things you miss, there's certain things that you reflect on, and there's certain things I've been probably needing to and wanting to shift in my home environment, but not having, you know, as easy of a time, like having a more objective, um, panoramic view of it when I'm there. So home environment, the next piece of the pie is kind of a vague term. Like a lot of us don't really think about our home environment all that much. Um, you know, so I think for today, my interpretation of that is, um, especially in the context of the season in the summer, um, is um, for this aspect of life to be healthy, our home environment um, scores high on things like comfort, respite, relaxation. Um, is our home environment peaceful? Um, and you know, I really wanted to kind of just look at it from a little bit more of a holistic approach versus just the physical part, right? Um, like, is it comfortable, right? So I kind of look at it, um, too, as like, how is our house set up, our kitchen, um, the people we share our home with, right? It, all of this makes up part of our home environment. We're going to be reflecting a little bit more and focusing on relationships in the next while as part of our circle of life. So for, for um, you know, for the sake of the day, it's kind of more in the, the environment that we live in. Um, and I named today's episode Home as a Haven. Seeing that kind of like that's the goal that um, 
I've had for my home, and I hope that you do too. So when I think of Maslow's hierarchy, um, you know, with safety and belonging being at the foundation, this is where I kind of think of like home environment being, right? Um, are we feeling that just that foundational safety and belonging within our home? Um, and summer here in the Midwest is a good time, you know, to look, to take a look at that. Um, you know, we even like we travel more and it's being in Florida, like I said, I can really look and assess and take an inventory on how things are going kind of from the outside in. And even if you don't get out of your home area environment, um, your boundaries are extended a little bit when you're being able to be outside um, much more. And I just think things are easier to assess and take inventory of when there's more sunshine. <laughs> That's just me, um, you know? And so um, interestingly, uh, some people say that um, our home environment or our environment is a snapshot of what is going on like inside of our heads or, um, you know, what, we, what we're thinking about how, like, for example, like, you know, if your thoughts are cluttered, your house might be cluttered, like different things like that. And I really just think that there's so many, there's just so many opinions and viewpoints on all of that, on home environment, on clutter, on how we're living our lives that um, I really think it's a, it's a great place to gain more awareness, like I said. So this is the goal, gaining more, wanting to gain more awareness. How is your home environment? Um, how can you become more curious about that? Get the ball rolling, and how would it be most valuable for you to look at it? Um, like I just started to mention, one way to measure home environment really is clutter, right? Um, it's kind of an overused word um, with most marketers promoting decluttering in the spring, right? But I've noticed that if we're willing to declutter each season, it's really it can be really effective. And, of course, we can gain a lot more awareness. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to limit us to like decluttering physical things to keep our home as a haven. Um, because there's so much more we can declutter that can give us the space that we need um, to benefit from having our home as a haven um, and be more refreshed to go forth and live the life of meaning and prosperity that we want, right? And also what the world needs. So when it comes to decluttering, um, and you probably heard this talked about in many different ways, um, it's really, really, for me, the most beneficial is to take an inventory um, and ask yourself what needs decluttering at home, okay? So for today, I'm going to keep it lighthearted. I'm, you know, not as focused on writing extensive notes about this inventory as I normally am because I am on vacation. So I'm going to keep it simple uh, and get your creative juices flowing, right? So we start with the most obvious, the physical clutter. Uh, so checking your closet, your junk drawer, the extra catch-all room, <laughs> you know, how is it? Are there places where you see clutter in your home? Um, and, you know, what does that, like, where is that space and what does that indicate? For me, it's usually I'm over busy um, or I'm procrastinating <laughs> or I'm not getting enough help picking up from the boys and from Brett, um, you know. And so, yeah, it's kind of a, I mean, do you, where, you know, where is that clutter? And then moving from the physical, you know, bringing it to back to ourselves, because I like to take it back to ourselves, right? This is really where we can gain responsibility. Um, I like to look at a few other things. So not just like 
you know, the clutters just junking up the house um, in general. Um, really looking at, um, how do I say this, like areas of our home where there could be clutter or where there could be like room for deep creativity and having our home as a haven, for lack of a better way of saying it today. So I like to start with my with the kitchen. Um, I'm going to list them first and then we'll kind of talk about them. So we have the kitchen. Then we have the special space in our home that really, you know, um, really where we feel the most comfortable, where we feel the most relaxed. In, and then also assessing do we even have a special place. Um, and then a special space outside of the house is also important to look at. And then how is our time spent at home, you know, and then also an obvious one too is are our minds cluttered? And then also to like how are like it, kind of in relationship to how we spend our time at home, um, our hobbies, like how we unwind at home. So moving kind of from like as I'm re as I'm looking at this and reading through my notes here, um, these might be areas of our life where we want to declutter or to grow. Um, but I kind of want to shift into the word haven for you know like. When I think of our home as a haven, it's probably a zone that's not super cluttered, not super like crazy busy, um, but it's a way of living into our home life where we can be relaxed. And so let's shift this as we go through these from only focusing on decluttering into um, how we can start to imagine and implement our home as a haven, which probably is the polar opposite of clutter. So. For the sake of not going back and we recorded the first part where I was focusing more on clutter, let's just shift into home as a haven because I feel like obviously both both vantage points apply, but I'd like to look at it from kind of the more the remedy of it. Like, is your home a haven? And, and let's look at to see, you know, like how that environment is. Okay, so let's start with the kitchen, right? Um, it's my favorite, one of my favorite rooms in the house, you know? And so when you're looking at your kitchen, does it feel easy to cook in? Um, are you, do you have a place where you have your where you have your grocery list? Um, how's the fridge? Like, is it organized? Is it dirty? Uh, what about the pantry? You know, are you overbuying? Is there too much in the house? Is it is it causing somebody or more than somebody in your house to overconsume? Um, you know that garbage in, garbage out thing. Like when we look at our kitchen and it's kind of like one of those base points of our home where it's like, oh, it just feels so inviting and comforting and comfortable. Or is it like there's never enough food or there's too much? So kind of like take some time a second to be like, huh, how is my kitchen? Does that, is that a place in my home that feels like a haven? Um, or is it, you know, disorganized, cluttered, all those things? And how can, how do I want to shift it? Just be honest, answer how you want to shift it <laughs> and making it more like a haven, right? And what about a special place at home? Um, do you have a place that's just yours in the house? Just be, is it a chair in your bedroom? Is it your bed? Is it an office? Is it a nook? Um, you know, what, what is it? And, um, you know, do you have a place to just rest and relax and have some solitude or privacy if you need it? You know, when you're really thinking about embracing that, that haven, like, oh, like if I, I know if I need a, a time, you know, when nobody's home and it's just me and the dogs, I curl up on my couch. I got like this burnt red color couch 
and one of them will sit next to me and it'll be so relaxing. Um, and it's better when I ha when things are picked up and not so decluttered. So I guess I am kind of tying that in, aren't I? <laughs> I like it when it works out that way. Um, and then what about, um, you know, outside? Do you have a special place outside, an outdoor sanctuary? You know, do you have a patio or a deck? Do you have a porch? Do you have an umbrella? Do you have a place that's, you know, um, just yours where you maybe put your potted plants in the summer or your herbs or... You know, it could be a garden, or it could be a bench in the woods, it could be, a, you know, just even just a little stoop. It could be anything that makes your home environment feel really just calming and a place where you can just be. Um, I hope you're sensing the theme here where home as a haven is really a place for you to rejuvenate and get that respite that, that you need. Um, and then next to like, how are you spending your time at home? Um, how, what are you doing when you're at home? Um, do you, I mean, if you work from home, that will be impacting how you spend your time. Are you able to get balance in work life balance when you're doing that? Or if you don't work from home and you come home, you know, are you still continuing to work too much on home things? Or are you getting time to unwind? Are you, you know, able to enjoy some of your hobbies? Like what's going on where you feel like when you're at home, it's just different than when you're out there in the big world, right? And you can enjoy yourself in a way that just feels really good and where you can still feel productive if you want to, but it's not necessarily the same as when you're out and about, you know, doing your thing. Um, it's just really, when, when taking inventory, um, it's been something really helpful for me to, to check out. Um, and then what about um, when you're home, how is your mind? Is that calm and collected and like a haven or is that really cluttered with too much thinking, you know, overthinking, overfunctioning, all of those things? That I kind of added in at the end because I feel like when we're home sometimes it's really hard to just settle in and it's hard to put down the things we've been thinking about or doing all day and, you know, just really get into being home. Um, and then as we're going through this... Ask yourself, is this making sense to me? Do I see where there's gaps? Do I see where I want to shift things? Um, and if if you're kind of like, I don't even know where to begin with this, um, you could start this over and get a pen and paper. This is turning kind of into a journaling one for sure. <laughs> um, but when we do an inventory, it's worth it. Or you could, you know, open a Google Doc and go for it. Uh, but when you want to look at it maybe a little more broadly, um, you might want to look at are you able to find rest and not feel so stressed when you head to your home environment? Um, and that's basically, you know, how are you spending your time, your actual physical environment itself, and then, of course, the people that you're spending time with in your home environment. And if it feels overwhelming, um, just pick one area, right, of that within the home environment. If you're finding you're like, oh, my goodness, I never really thought about this this way and there's a few things I want to change well then I really um, encourage you to kind of make the top three of like oh this is what I'm hoping for maybe it's like oh I really wanted a bench to sit out by the you know whatever I want a fountain so I can enjoy it with the dogs are out or whatever that is and then go for that um, and if it feels like it's something bigger it might be worth journaling on why your why like why you need more of a restful home environment so that you can, you know, live life a little more fully when you're out and about working and, you know, in your community. So 
yeah, for today, when I first saw home environments, I was like, where am I going with this? What is going to happen here? You know, because it was kind of vague. But when I put it in the position of like home environment is, is a foundational piece of our life that if it is in alignment with who we are and what we really need, then the rest of our life will obviously be a lot better, you know, and um, our physical environment, clutter, which includes clutter or no clutter or having things the way we want them to be. Um, and then who we share our environment with as well, correct? So that's pretty much the overview of home environment. And it's something that, you know, it's worth just kind of taking a minute now or later to be like, okay, what is going on with it? And what do I really want? Because um, most of my clients and people I know find that this is a, play, a doorway to really settle into that rhythm of life that we talk about, into... Um, putting into their life things that make them feel more at peace and more, less stressed when they're home. Um, and it's not, doesn't have to be hard. And usually small shifts make big impact in the home environment. It's just not an area that we're thinking of, you know, right off the get go, but it's definitely related to a lot of the other areas of life. So that's what I have for today. Um, at the end of this lovely vacation I've had as I'm sitting here just chillaxing at night. But I just hope, I hope this gives you a little bit something to think about. Um, and as you're in the summer season, you know, maybe you're in your home environment more than usual. Maybe you're not. But I hope you take a moment or two or 50 <laughs> to really just kind of get curious about it as you look around your surroundings, as you kind of check to see how you're spending your time at home and kind of find those gaps and then go for it. The other, the other topics that are coming uh, ahead, you know, such as like, you know, creativity and spirituality and all that will give us more ideas on how to embrace that. And as I said, they all impact each other. But for now, just check it out, see what, see how it's going, see how your surroundings are and what might need to shift. Um, and we'll go forth. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening in. And again, I'm really excited that this has been a hundred episodes. It's just, it's been huge for me and I really appreciate you being here. So I'll see you again for the next episode. Have a good one. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.